1: because this this is right. on MLK, today. right? Yeah,
0: that's right. I, I didn't even <laughs> play, think about that or plan that, but yeah, no, nice. we
1: just you know we're just like that. We just get in sync and
0: right. We have in all the special,
1: yes, just a special <laughs> rhythm. So, how are you?
0: I'm doing doing well. We uh, surviving this snow snow apocalypse oh, over here. It's not that right. bad. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's See, good. It's good.
1: Those of us in Chicago, we're just like. You know, we're
0: Yeah, that's like we're, we're rough to and y'all. tough.
1: You know, we can
0: <laughs> That's like whatever to y'all. We're, exactly. <laughs> it's like the
1: snow has it we've been having snow on the ground for a month. We don't care. Oh, but anyway. Yeah. It never gets warm enough yeah. for it to melt. So once it snows <sighs> <Man>. that's it. That's <laughs> like Alaska. But anyway, yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah, well, we got, got a good, good interview today, some, some yes. good uh, some insights into uh, music journalism. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. But uh, I want to give us our music tip first. And uh, this is more of an inspirational tip. We've sort of been on that, that vibe anyway. So I'm just going to uh, drop this one in here today. It's called, uh, well, the saying is, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback.
1: I so like that.
0: Just look at failure as feedback. So I, I've been working with that concept actually because uh, there's there's several people that actually there's a book called The Inner Game of Tennis. If anybody uh, is familiar with mm-hmm. that, or just I suggest check it out. It's it's really like a broad concept book. I mean, it talks about tennis, but it's basically point by point mentality. And if you have an event or something happen, uh, it's just an event. It's us who assigns uh, an emotional part to it. It's just an event. It's just a data, a point of data. It's the data point. point. So just take it on and just keep building your data points. And eventually you will have a body of knowledge that you can work from. So that's the concept.
1: Yes. No, I, I'm, I usually say, um, there's no such thing as a mistake. It's all lessons. So same kind of idea. You're always, you're always learning. You can't look at these things that you know, can seem like, you know, fails or, you know, like I said, mistakes, you know, it's all a process of getting you to a better space and you just got to understand and, and, you know, take that, take it as a teachable moment, even in the roughest. It is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, because like you just said, we assign the emotion, <laughs> immediately, fast, yep. <laughs> but ultimately, which is normal and that's fine. And in fact, you should have some emotion because if you start suppressing that, it's going to show up in another weird way. So, but the point is to, you know, as you continue, you know, now let's learn from it. Let's not just ignore it. Let's not just suppress it. Let's not just deny it. Let's not just weep. Let's, let's find where, where's where's the teachable moment. So exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome, awesome. We are back with doing our interviews. I love yep. the interviews. Although we're committing <laughs> ourselves, we're committing ourselves to do at least one topic a month, we said, kind of, maybe yep. we'll try. Um <laughs> but I love interviews and this interview, you know, it's really really cool. I think um as artists, you know, you continue to to develop yourself in a way that you branch out and you develop relationships beyond other musicians. I think sometimes musicians, you know, we can get in our little club and we, you know, just want to kind of build within that. But what makes this machine really go in the music business <laughs> is, uh-huh. is building those relationships that go outside of your musician club. Um, and so this this guest that we have, I actually um, met her um I guess, digitally, cyber-wise, <laughs> um, by my, my publicist um, who was featured, who was actually on our podcast as well, Keisha Scott. And so um, this is going to be a a wonderful new conversation for us, so I'm really curious to hear more um, about her and her background and kind of her view as a journalist, um, you know, what's happening in the music industry and, and what we as artists maybe need to think about, you know, what journalists bring to the table when it comes to that. So without further ado, hello, Tanisha Davis. Welcome.
2: Hi, thank you all for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Yay.
1: yay! No, thank you for agreeing to, um, yeah, be a guest. It's always an honor. Yeah, always an honor when we can bring um, you know, people from all walks of life and, and parts of the industry. So, um, what I typically do is I let, you know, our guests, you, you're going to know your story better than me reading it from a piece of paper,
2: <laughs> uh,
1: from a bio. So if you could just let our, our listeners know, you know, what it is that you currently do and your background, what, what brought you to where you are in your career.
2: Okay um i have been writing honestly i started out in like 2011 i was a uh, relationship blogger and um mm-hmm. i did that through my own personal blog for a while um it grew um to the point where i had like um i got followed by boss and had like a hundred um thousand uh followers um, from there, mm-hmm. I ended up starting a career with uh, Control Magazine out of Atlanta, and um, mm-hmm. um, celebrity interviews. Uh, just it just blossomed. Uh, it was a great experience uh, writing for Control, and now I um, I write for Sheen Magazine, which is based out of South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, and I love it. Um, I've been doing journalism. Mm-hmm for, uh, for magazine for like the last maybe three, three or four years. So it's, it's something Mm -hmm. I've been passionate about for a long time and, um, it's gained a lot of attention. So, um, I love it. I love what I do.
1: Awesome. Can I, can I ask you, you said you kind of started out, you know, casually doing relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) blogging. What made you decide to do that?
2: (laughs) Well, at the time, Mm -hmm. I was in like this really uh, bad relationship and mm-hmm. I was like, I need a way to kind of advise women yeah. um, as well as men, uh, things to not accept in a relationship. Um, so I mm-hmm. used that as my platform, as my voice to kind of get the word out there to people like things they shouldn't accept because I was in a uh, domestic relationship. And I really Mm. wanted women to know, like, hey, this is something that you don't need to be involved in. And surprisingly, the topics were catching a lot of attention. Um, I ended up being followed by Cheryl Underwood. Um, Mm. I got Mm -hmm. um, from there, BOSIP followed me. Um, Then I had Jason Weaver, actor Jason Weaver. He started following me and paying attention. Um, And I was shocked. Like, uh, this was like prior to... A lot of the major uh blog sites that are out now this is like before the shade room mm-hmm. before the jasmine brand so i was getting a lot mm-hmm. of attention and uh it grew from there um it was really just about mm-hmm. you know a bad relationship i was in hmm.
0: well that's that's yeah that's that's really actually in the line with our our music tip today because you just turned to you know a bad situation and yeah. something that can you know be be a springing springboard right. for your career success and and uh yeah so that's that's divinely led <laughs> Let me put it that <laughs> way so yeah. um but yeah let, let me um I, I guess i had a couple questions already uh for you but uh g- given your background you actually sparked a few others um but uh let me just lead off with uh um how do you well what steps did you take to uh, to start that that first blog and to get to get going in, in journalism in general? And then uh, what made you decide to, to focus in on doing music?
2: I um, started out uh, using a site known as Blogger, which is uh, through Google. Um, I just did a lot of research because there was WordPress, but at the time, like for new journalists and new bloggers, um, blogger is like a site I highly recommend. WordPress is a little bit more technical. Uh, It's more for, Mm -hmm. I would say, more experienced writers. So um, at first I just was like, hey, let me start off from the bottom and work my way up. And um I started out there just getting the information on. It. At first I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was just good. <laughs> now we love to hear that because I think sometimes people think you got to know exactly
1: what you're right. doing before you execute things. And that's not true. That I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you you just need that that passion and that desire and then you go research and figure it out. But sorry, right. keep going.
2: Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. I was uh, even now, when I go look back at some of my old articles from that site, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I, I just would get on there and write. But as I got more mm-hmm. experienced, I was like, okay, people are not going to read all of this. <laughs> you know, there, there were no pictures. There was nothing. So I was like, this yeah. is a lot. So um, I, I just just off of experience, I started learning what worked. And um, then branched off into um WordPress. But as far as for us music, I've um I've always had a passion for music. Um that's I sing. I also sing. So um mm-hmm. out of high school, I was in a chorus, I um I sung at opera. I was uh, the oh, no. only black girl in my senior um class to be selected to go sing um opera for the summer in Italy and um oh wow yeah so I I I was something I always loved it was something I was going to pursue a um career in doing I loved writing more but it was always that thing Mm -hmm. on the side like hey one day I'm gonna pursue this and um I ended up i sung in my church choir I ended up becoming a director over the choir at my church, so it was um excuse me music has always been uh, a part of me it 's something i love it's it's just you know it's my next thing next to writing
1: wow mm. well, well that that brings a whole nother context then to this you know and i'm 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 really thrilled to hear that you're technically. An artist, musician. <laughs>
2: yeah. You're a singer,
0: yay! Yeah. Singers. <laughs> singers
1: unite. No, um, because then your lens on journalism and and looking at you know, you, you not very many. I, I mean, I think this is what's kind of cool. Not very many singers necessarily are journalists. You know right. what I mean? Or journalists that are singers or whatever. And so you know, everything is kind of feeding into each other, which gives you. You know I know a lot of journalists who are huge music connoisseurs like they're they're fans of music, but they can't necessarily sing right. or you know perform an instrument um but you having the you know being able to actually sing yourself, you know you're gonna have a whole nother context of what you're listening to as you're preparing to to write you exactly. know something um so I think that's. That's really cool. You, you mentioned, so, so the blog got a lot of attention and then, you know, you were getting followed by some heavy hitters by, you know, which that was an organic, you know, over a hundred thousand followers or so forth. Right. That wasn't like, yeah. So that's huge. How did you then, you know, when you said you, I think from there you went on to start doing celebrity interviews and um I think you said the control uh, or control magazine I'm I'm sorry yes right in Atlanta so making you know you were talking about relationships or blogging how was it making the shift you're now interviewing major celebrities (laughs) how did that how did you prepare yourself to make that kind of shift and what was that like?
2: It was really something I will honestly say I was not prepared for uh, mm. I, it was <laughs> it was different it's different writing from behind the scenes versus being in front of a person um mm-hmm. and so like my first like my interview with control magazine was in person at a photo shoot for um oh. with cory ha- um uh, i think his name is i want to say his name sorry it's cory hadrick uh he's one of the twins tia tamara one of their I-, I get it confused sometimes but oh yeah he's their, their, husband, husband. He's their husband yep i know you're
1: talking about so right 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 mm-hmm.
2: i'm they're being interviewed by the the owner of Control, and Corey's over there being prepped for a photo shoot. And I'm just like, wow. Mm. So after he um, finishes interviewing me, he's like, okay, you're hired. He says, "Um, well, if you want to get started, you can interview Corey once you're done. And I was like, what? I was like, what, wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was like, right. I, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> right, so, and right? Definitely. It it, it was like kind of just being thrown out there, and you just gotta, you know, just just bring it together, you know, and and mm-hmm. and go for it, you know, go for what you know. Now, needless to say, I was like, I, I'm not ready for that yet. But afterwards, mm-hmm. the next time I was like, okay, I'm going to be ready. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's just something you never just, you know, you know get ready for. It's, it's a whole nother mm-hmm. ball field because you have to separate yourself from being almost like a groupie. <laughs> You're right, excited, right. you know, and get serious so you can get the job done. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: That's, yeah, uh, that's trial by fire it's basically what it yeah, is yeah it
1: sounds like you're landing in a lot of like spaces that were like whoa like these weren't like simple little you know let's start with the the little stuff let's start with the big stuff let's get wow. followed by Cheryl Underwood <laughs> on our blog you know like I mean like that's that's but but that's really cool because I think that that shows you just said you just got to make yourself ready You know, which, um, you know, I think, you know, obviously um, not that we dug all into your childhood and so forth, but I know the path of being a singer and being and singing opera and going to, I mean, there's a lot of discipline and there's a lot of, you know, fortitude. Right. So, you know, that translated clearly into you just kind of getting yourself ready.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to shift gears a little bit and, uh, and try to, uh, parse, parse down what, what a, uh, what the day to day looks like in your your journalism um, career, and I, I know you're you're blogging for uh, and writing for other um, outlets, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that that you're are you as an, as an employee or do you have your own uh, business that they pay you through? Is it sort of like a, a outside contractor?
2: Right now, I um, do more so uh, contributing writing to them. Um, And then I also do my own business on the side, um, which is for my blog. Um, I have writers for that. And um, I also get paid to write. Um, I have like contract work that I do get paid through. Um, So that kind of helps out with the writing. But right now it's more so contributing work to them.
0: Okay. So, yeah, so that's... um... I want to. I want the listeners also just to get a, a perspective and view of what it looks like to to run run your own journalism business, and also, but just I mean, there, there's several ways of going about it. You, you can just you know be a a journalist for um, a blog or a magazine, and then and get just get paid as a you know employee or something like that, mm-hmm. or a subcontractor, or you can just come with them and have like a writing service. This mm-hmm. which, which it seems like you you're actually setting up. So I guess I wanted to give them a perspective of, on how do you set how do you set up your your writing business basically.
2: Um, I well, for me, uh, it, it takes a team. It really does. So I have other people that um, help me out on the side with my business. So it's not just me doing everything by myself. Um, right. I have, uh, I have a great team as far as like a videographer, photographer. Um, I have a guy that assists me with uh PR work, um, which is mm-hmm. public relations. So I don't, and, and then I have my writers, you know, so it's like a nice team I have set up to help me get everything done on the side. Um, now with Sheen, what I love about Sheen is that, um, if there are events or anything that i have to travel for like um early last year i got invited to new york fashion week uh sheen will help fund those events um
0: nice.
2: so that's that's the beautiful thing about them any travel expenses they help fund those things so um it makes it um easy for me you know to do what i do on the side right
1: Right. Yeah, that that team building, you know, is so critical. And and we keep trying to kind of emphasize, um, you know, here to on our podcast to musicians, the importance of, of team building. And, you know, even though you may be, you know, an independent artist or, you know, entrepreneur or solopreneur, you know, you, you, that doesn't mean, okay. And therefore I solve it all myself. You know, I mean, you've got to have, you've got to have that team in effect. Can you kind of let us know, how did you, you mentioned photographer, videographer, writers, how did that, was that, how did, how did those people kind of come into play where you, did you specifically know at a point, okay, now I got to go find this or did they kind of land in your lap? How did that happen?
2: Um, through social media, the uh, photographer, videographer, um, I became friends with uh, through uh, Facebook. Um, mm. He was already like a, a YouTube star <laughs> and very good mm. with videos and editing. And um, and then the guy who does helps me with the PR. Uh, he is um, an assistant for Christopher Martin, known as Play. Um, you know him from mm. uh, the group Kid and Play. So he was an assistant for him. So we all became good friends. And um, what started us to working more together is I had an opportunity last year to go um, out to LA for a whole week. And um, I had to Mm -hmm. put my own production team together and we went out and filmed the book promotions for Lil Fizz of B2K, um, Hazel Mm -hmm. E of Love & Hip Hop, uh, Hollywood, And uh, Nico London of Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, So once we did that project, it was like, hey, we all got to continue to work together. And it just went from there. (laughs) Yeah. That was a major project. (laughs) It was was heavy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Again, that's another thing. Okay, she's dropped in. And you have to do a book book production tour. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> but that's that's, awesome. that's yeah. No, I think that reveals a lot of your tenacity. Um, when you do a question I have is when you are kind of deciding, um, who you're gonna try to feature, whether it be on your blog or, um, your radio blog or you know with Sheen or how how do you how do you go about that? Are you just more so pitched and then you kind of accept or are there certain things that you certain, you know, artists that you actually seek out?
2: Well, um, I get sent a lot of uh, emails with pitches. Um, my mm-hmm. thing is I do read. I love to read. So I'll like read the bio first to see if, you know, I, I like to see what are you offering? You know, what what story mm-hmm. are you telling? Um you know, uh, what have you done um, before I take in consideration of if this is uh, read-worthy? Like, you know, mm-hmm. why, why should I write about you? What are you doing that makes you, that's going to make people want to read about you? Um, so I love mm-hmm. stories where I've read where that artist has it overcame something um, or they're out doing something major in the community. They're making a difference in some form um when i get artists that just send the music it's like hey check out my music and that's it it's like uh (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) i may not i may not pay as quick attention (laughs) because i'm getting bombarded (laughs) with that already from instagram facebook Twitter, you know, I'm I'm already getting a lot of that. So it's like, you got to send a good, I always encourage writers, I mean, singers, musicians, anyone, uh, have a really good bio put together so that, you know, we have something to read, you know, and we can make a decision from there if you're worth writing about or doing a story on because people don't want to read just, you know, they want to, feel like they relate to you they don't want to just get something and it's like oh i don't i don't even relate to this artist i don't i don't know nothing about them for real Mm. so um having a good bio really helps out to grasp my attention and um make making sure you develop a relationship with the writer as well as an artist you know, speak, you know, mm. hey, how are you? You know, uh, you know <laughs> don't just send me something, you know? So it's so important yeah. to develop that relationship. Even for uh, PRs, I highly encourage, um, I had an opportunity to go to Black Writers Weekend in Atlanta last year, and I spoke up uh, to a lot of the PRs there just explaining, develop that relationship with that writer, that journalist. That's gonna help you get your client uh, featured more If they feel like they know you, you know, versus you just sending content, you know, if they get that relationship with you, then it's like, Oh sure. I'll write about this person. And I have a lot Mm -hmm. of people that develop that relationship with me And any time they send me someone, I'm like, Oh, this is so-and-so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me check this out. You know, so it's important to have that relationship. And if you are an artist and you don't have a PR, develop a relationship with that writer, reach out to them consistently. Don't be overwhelming, but just be consistent mm-hmm. with them. And, and they'll take the time to read and do a story on you.
0: This is going to be a required listen podcast <laughs> for my class. <laughs> I'm going to make my class listen to this because that's actually one of their first, first projects is to create a bio yeah. um, and, and, And they, they just need to understand, you know, from the other side of the, who they're sending the bio to why it's so important. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: it's always so. You know, it's just I just love doing this podcast because every guest, every guest that we're bringing in, and you know, and they've been of all high quality, have reiterated this. You know, the importance of a strong bio, the importance of developing relationships, and not just yeah, not just throwing your things at people. And and unfortunately, social media has made people so lazy with their ability to you know develop you know rapport
2: right? Um,
1: and I, I, I just think people don't even it doesn't even phase them it's like do you realize you didn't say hello right. do you realize <laughs> <Right>.
2: exactly <laughs>
1: so you know it's just it's so critical you know and and I like that you mentioned if you don't have a publicist because you know a lot of independent artists don't and you know publicists you know there's a certain budget that comes along with that but that doesn't mean then you know you just oh well I guess I won't get you know an opportunity to work with a journalist no it's just you've got to work differently now and you know develop the relationship so Yeah, that was
0: great. Well, you you mentioned uh, play Christopher Martin. Well, I I co taught a class with him down at North Carolina Central for a few years, and uh, yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's an awesome person. And actually, he came and did a I had a a conference um, back when I was running a a hip hop education nonprofit, and uh, he he came and spoke at that as well. But his his he has an amazing story. So uh, shout shout out to Chris Chris Martin. But um, yeah and uh i just i wanted to to i guess ask you um two two things and this is sort of that, that inspirational part of our interview i wanted um to to you to talk about one of the most challenging moments that you had as a as a writer but then and then switch gears and talk about one of the most inspiring or you know um awesome moments that you had as a as a writer uh one of the
2: most challenging um would you say as far as like with the with interviewing someone, or as far as a certain article I had to write?
0: It it could it could be could be either maybe you under certain time constraints, or maybe the person uh, was difficult, or you know whatever it was. What what was the most challenging one, and, and basically how you overcame it, and then you know then switch and talk about what was the most inspiring one. But go ahead.
2: Okay. Well, when I first got started um, with journalism uh the the first uh magazine that i wrote for um there were a lot of deadlines and and you may get assigned five uh people to interview within a small time frame and and mm-hmm. you're, you're getting on the line you have to listen you have to type it up and, and then you have to have it in a article format and sent over and and it, all of this had to be done by a certain time on top of that Uh, You had to have a a story up Monday through Friday before 9 a.m. Eastern. So trying to work a full-time job, have a story up before 9 a.m. every day, and complete these five additional interviews that you got to go back and Mm. listen to and type it up and make sure it looks good for the editor, it was stressful. I I, I, I thought I was going to just pull all my hair out. There were days I just felt like (laughs) Quinn, And I was like, is this really what I want to (laughs) do? Yeah. Right, right. And I, I just had to remind myself that, hey, this is, you said, you know, you wanted to write for a magazine. So this is part of that. So you don't have to suck it up. So, um, I just had to like, just really learn time management, you know, uh, I had to cut down on being on the TV or, or cut down on a lot of stuff just to get to focus and get these things done in a certain time. Uh, it was really, really rough. Um, yeah. My mm-hmm. most exciting moments um I've had some really uh, great interviews. I've also interviewed Christopher Martin, um very inspirational mm-hmm. guy. Uh I had a mm-hmm. chance to interview him on my um my uh podcast and then I had an opportunity to, to interview Ice Cube. This was when I was working for uh, Control Magazine. And and my Mm. name was selected to interview Ice Cube. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And and this was during the time he was working on... He had a movie. It's not nice. It was called Fist Fight. So this is during the promotion for the movie Fist Fight. And I was supposed to have been interviewing him about that. Uh, I was just... Uh, I was just like blown away. <laughs> it was like, no way. I love Ice Cube. Oh my God, I'm about to speak to this man. Like I had to really get myself to get, I had so many jitters. Uh, it was insane. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah. what happened is his his publicist, they ended up, he was being booked for so much to promote this movie that they were like, we're going to have to get it back to you all and confirm a later date. Uh, for you to do the interview, and it then it they never contacted us back to do it. So, Ice Cube, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, like I need that interview. Oh <laughs> uh, man, well, let, let me see. Let
1: me see if we can spin some magic. We're gonna have to tag him on here yes. some kind of way, get him to pay attention. Yeah, uh, cool. I definitely yeah. need that. Yeah. Oh man. Well,
0: that's yeah, no, Great that's I, I
1: yeah, I was about to because I was just about to say, okay, tell me everything about Ice Cube right now, but okay, yeah. no, right. never
2: mind. <laughs> man, I need that interview. That's like, oh uh, man, that'll be everything. Well, put it out there, put it
1: out there. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, pigs now fly. <laughs> like, I just anything can happen, it's just it really serious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What what, what
0: was what, what did I say in our last podcast? I said there's nothing too good to be true. Mm. There's nothing too wonderful to happen, and there's nothing too great to last. Right,
1: right, right. So it's it's there. Well, I I think it's interesting that you mentioned um you know the the challenging um, thing of trying to kind of you know go back you know with multitasking and the you know having to really learn time management and focus. And one of the things you said you would have to kind of go back and re-listen to these interviews and so forth and. I always try to kind of tell artists, you know, when you are getting interviewed by a journalist or you're getting interviewed by anybody that's doing a feature and, you know, it's an actual interview, um, you know, be gracious and be interesting. You know, just like you said, that bio, like on paper, you know, be, you know, you can't have this phenomenal bio that makes you sound all interesting. And then they come to interview you and you're like this flat, like, Right. Dead. And it's like <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. You know, um the interviews are about you showing, you know, your personality and, and it's not just for your fans. Um, but you know, that journal, again, this is a part of that relationship building. So, you know, if you, if you have a strong inner, I know that I, 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 I had the ability to be interviewed by a really amazing, um, album by biographer. Like he does, he's written biographies for like earth, wind and fire. And I mean, just some major things. And I got an opportunity to be interviewed by him and that was years ago and he still will feature my music like on all his social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we don't even, you know, it's not like we're doing any more, you know, um, he, he hasn't written a recent bio for me, but he still features me. He still t- stays in touch with me. And that was really based on that one meeting that we had. Um, so you really want to, you know, artists make sure you're connecting when you have journalists like Tanisha and you have these people who be memorable, you know, right. so that, that you have opportunities in the future. So,
2: yes. It's, it's very awesome. important because I've I've had um artists get on and and I'm interviewing them and they don't have they're not prepared. Always be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. you know go over those questions and and be prepared so that when you're talking, you know cuz you're on a time frame and you don't want to be on there like um right. um well <laughs> uh you know uh-huh. have something right. to say um for example and i'll make it really brief i had someone i interviewed and the guy he said he had started his own music label so i was like okay what are some artists that you signed? he was like uh uh well uh about two people i was like two i was like well are y'all giving back to the community what else do you do well uh we're 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 working on it uh I was like, you know, right. and I, I spoke to his PR afterwards and said he's not ready for it yet. You know, yeah. I can't do a story off of this. So it's good to yeah. just be prepared. oof,
1: that was real. Oh, thank you for saying that. Oh, my God. Because I think people think, you know, well, I can sing or I can rap or I can. And it's like, OK, but, you know, but you need to also be able to talk about your accomplishments right. beyond that or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Wow! Yeah, wow. this this has been great and perfect for my students. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, this this will be required listening for sure. Uh, yeah, this is and this required is for my
1: my clients that I coach. I coach artists. And, you know, I, it's, it's so funny because I think as teachers and coaches sometimes, well, maybe not as much as I, I think teachers can become womp, womp, womp. You know, like your parents, the womp, 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 womp. They keep telling right. us over mm-hmm. and over <laughs> so that's why we love doing these interviews so that you know you're hearing it straight from the journalist you know who is who is interviewing these you know you know celebrities and so forth so that's that's great great. so i don't know i think we're getting slow on our time i just have one last quick thing i wanted to ask you because you're writing you know for celebrity and mainstream people in, in the music industry i just real quickly if you could just in a quick maybe statement, how you feel the music industry is going right now? Like, um, well, And I know that's a deep question, but.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the, the industry now is a little bit different from how I grew up. Uh, I grew up during an era where it was a lot of love promoted and it was a say no to drugs era. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it has uh, it's very diverse now. There is creativity, but there's a lack of originality for me. I would love to see more originality yeah. in the industry today. So everyone doesn't sound the same.
1: Excellent. That's, yeah. I knew she was going to have a nugget. That's why let me squeeze it in. Let
0: me squeeze <laughs> in. That was great. That was great. Well, this this has been fantastic, and uh, we we appreciate you coming on with us and and sharing all this your your backstory, your you know Thank trials you. and tribulations, but also you know your 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 freshness to it, and, and just your honesty, and, and just uh you know just this real approach to it really uh really really rings through, and we we yeah we appreciate that. No
2: Absolutely. problem. Thank you for yeah. having me.
1: Absolutely. If you could share with the audience how they can follow you and make sure they keep up with your writing and features and all that great stuff. And if maybe they want to reach out to you.
2: Yes. <laughs> to be um, featured. Yeah, They can follow me on Instagram at Tanisha D. Davis, that's T-A-N-I-S-H-A-D Davis on Instagram. On Twitter is Tanisha D84. And my blog website, stardom100blog.com, which is starrdom 100 blog. I'm very active on Instagram, so DM me and I'll respond.
1: Awesome, All right. awesome. Well, this was wonderful and like will said, thank you very much and and listeners, you. you know yeah, yeah listeners, make sure you're taking notes because she said some really good stuff and it'd be really useful. you know this is how you get your stuff exposed journalists that's that's how you get it to people that aren't just your cousins and and your best friend. So <laughs> you know so make sure you're you're paying attention so. All right, awesome. will.
0: All right. That's it. We'll be back next week. And thank you all for continuing to listen to us. And we'll keep trying to provide good content for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And write reviews for us. We love to see reviews. I want us to start being able to feature more reviews. So thank you. All right.
0: Take care. All
2: right. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com If you would like registration services, for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at com.